Hello and welcome to the Hindu's News Analysis podcast. I'm Jayant Sriram. We have a really interesting episode lined up that's both uh, topical and really important and that's on the current happenings in India's telecom sector. So, if you've been following the news lately, you would have read about the mounting financial troubles of Airtel and Vodafone, who are two of the country's biggest mobile providers. Uh, the sort of immediate news peg here or what's been happening over the past few weeks is that both companies have announced that they are going to increase tariffs to offset huge losses and this leads off from a recent Supreme Court decision on uh, adjusted gross revenue or AGR that uh, went against them. I'm going to be discussing this with Raghuveer Srinivasan who is our business editor and he will of course provide far more clarity on what AGR is, how it works and specifically what it means for these telecom companies. But we're also going to ground our conversation in the larger context of India's intensely competitive telecom sector, which in a way has really brought us to this point where two companies as big as and as ubiquitous really as uh, Airtel and Vodafone are actually in serious financial trouble. And I think that's really important to understand because while we all benefit as consumers from some of the cheapest voice and data prices in the world and you know we all update our mobile phone plans to get something cheaper and pay less every year in reality this was never really going to be sustainable and what's happening now although not entirely directly related maybe the first signs that this unbridled revolution in telecom uh, that india went through might be going through a kind of correction so i'll leave you with that and let's cut now to the conversation with raghuveer Raghuveer Srinivasan, hi. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jayant. Uh, so I wanted to first start by asking you to give some, um, I thought we'd start with some background to this discussion. Um, and that is that, you know, even preceding the stock of Airtel and Vodafone facing severe financial trouble, possibly even shutting down, though that's probably not going to happen. And of course, uh, this announcement that they're going to raise their tariffs, um, you know, even preceding all that, India's telecom sector has been, you know, for many years now, it's been very intensely competitive. And... Um, for the ordinary customer, that's, you know, they've just seen that translate into some of the lowest uh, mobile prices in the world uh, for voice um, and especially for data, um, which is a great thing, of course, in, in many ways. Um, but in your view, you know, those those prices being kept so low, was that always unsustainable? And um, does that sort of explain in a way, does that help explain how we've, we've got to this situation? Well, uh, a bit of uh, historical perspective here would be in order, I suppose, uh uh, the telecom industry in India has always been uh, intensely competitive and uh, we had about a dozen firms uh, playing this industry uh, till uh, the Supreme Court verdict on 2G after which uh, several of them shut shop or were merged or bought over by the biggies, right? right. So you're left with uh, Airtel, Vodafone, Idea on the one hand, Aircel which again was uh, bought over by another company and Tata Telecom, which again uh, has been sold now uh, to another company. And into this milieu entered Reliance with this Geo. Right. Right. Even before Geo entered the picture, uh, it was a very competitive scenario, though tariffs were not as low as they are now. Mm. Right. Voice tariffs went low in India almost uh, a decade ago. Uh, we started when we started the telecom revolution in this country in the 90s. Voice tariffs, uh, you'd be surprised, was about 16 rupees a minute. Right. And uh, incoming and outgoing calls both were uh, payable and then incoming became free and then tariffs started falling and uh, due to intense competition and it came down. It's now practically free. Uh, if you know in some plans you can uh, voice calls are free. 
Yeah, basically. Right? So, Jio uh, entered this picture and started doing the same thing with data. And uh, it started selling data plans uh, very aggressively. Uh, it went uh, uh, right into the heart of uh, the telecom market. And it went into the hinterland cities, uh, hinterland towns. And uh, you'd be uh, interested to know that today, data tariffs in this country are the lowest in the world. Data mm. tariff is about, on an average, 26 cents US cents, 26 cents to 1 GB of data. And uh, to give you an idea of how low this is, uh, in the US it costs about $12 a GB. Wow, so it's, so it's lower by like several degrees. Yeah, and in the UK it's about $8 uh, a GB. And uh, the global average is close to that 8 to $9 uh, a GB wherever you go in the world. So India is at 25, 25 to 26 cents to a GB, which is ridiculously low. Now, um, this industry is also highly capital intensive. The telecom companies have to constantly keep investing in uh, assets, in technologies. You know, if you notice over the last few years, your progress from 2G to 3G to 4G, and now you're talking of 5G. That is the fifth generation of mobile uh, technology. And uh, 5G is going to be the ultimate for Internet of Things. It's going to be uh, useful for various uh, purposes uh, in pushing the economy forward. And uh, for this, telecom companies have to invest in uh, assets and in technology. And imagine a situation where you're investing constantly, you're borrowing big sums of money and you're investing constantly in your business. And on the other side, your revenues are not growing as fast as they should because your tariffs are very low. Now, it was a recipe for trouble for these uh, telecom companies as it is. And when Reliance came in and complicated things, so the, the existing big players, which is Airtel and Vodafone, had to join the race. They had no choice. And uh, they, it was a race to the bottom, if you ask me. And uh, that's what set up the disaster for them right now. Though what precipitated now is a different story altogether. Right. And um, uh, do you think that when, um, especially when the, the race for uh, lowering tariffs, especially around voice uh, started, of course, the data story gets complicated by geo. Uh, was, there, was it done with the sense that, you know, India is a, is a very promising market and this will eventually work out over the long run? Absolutely, yes. Uh, in fact, it's to the credit of these telecom companies that um, India's telecom market is today about 1.1 billion subscribers and about 500 million of them are smartphone users. Right. And uh, they are driving various parts of the economy, not just telecom. Your e-commerce is now taking off only because of this dirt cheap data tariffs and the access to smartphones to the uh, last man in the uh, uh, you know, hinterland in the country and uh, their aspiration levels are going up. So they're able to buy on the e-commerce platforms using cheap data plans on cheap smartphones. So it's a combination of very uh, several things that's gone into this. And uh, these cheap tariffs have helped India and they've grown the market to what it is now. There's no question about that. Right. Uh, so that was a really great uh, overview. Um, so let's uh, talk a little bit about the specifics now because... Um, you know, because that really gets to the nitty-gritty of it. Um, and sort of break down some more immediate reasons for why uh, Airtel and Vodafone are in financial trouble. Um, so can you take us through this concept of uh, AGR and what uh, the Supreme Court had to say about it uh, a few weeks back? And uh, what's been the response from uh, Airtel and Vodafone? Uh, firstly, the, the, the full form of AGR is... Sure, sure, sure. AGR stands for Adjusted Gross Revenues, right? And to understand what this is, I'll again have to take you back in history uh, sure. to the 90s, uh, mid-90s when the telecom industry was liberalized. 
and Spectrum was apportioned, it was given to users, whoever was into the telecom industry at the time, whether it was an Airtel or whether it was a, 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 a Reliance Communications, not the Reliance Communications as we know it now, it's earlier Avatar which was before the two brothers split. Right. Right. And uh, several other players, whether BSNL, MTNL and several other ASL and they were about, as I said, a dozen players at that time and uh, Spectrum, Spectrum is uh, airwaves basically which are used for carrying mobile voice, mobile data right? and uh, it's various frequencies it's apportioned, right? And the government uh, apportioned Spectrum to each of these players <coughs> and in return it said you have to pay a share of your revenues, right? And uh, this share was set at 8% of revenues to be paid to the government. Right. So if Bharti Airtel, uh, for instance, earns 100 rupees uh, uh, as revenues from its business in uh, telecom, it has to pay 8 rupees to the government as license fee for using the spectrum, which belongs to the government. Right. It is licensed to the private players. Okay. And uh, what happened was this went on fine. But at one point in time, uh, about a decade and a half, a half ago, uh, the government and the telecom companies started sparring with each other on the definition of revenue. What is the adjusted gross revenue that is uh, on which you have to pay the license fee? Is it only your revenue from telecom? Is it only your revenue from voice calls and a little bit of data at the time, 2G data? Or does it also include stuff like a company will invest its surplus in mutual funds? So you get dividends, you get interest from deposits. You get other, some of these telecom companies were into smaller businesses on the side. So that also brought in revenues. So whether those revenues were also to be included in the total revenues while calculating the license fee, right? That was the fight between these two, between the government on the one side and the telecom industry on the other, which went up to the Supreme Court. And it was litigated over the last decade or so. Uh, ideally, uh, a company when in prudence and uh, conservative accounting, demands that when there is a case that is being disputed and is in uh, court, the company has to provide for the liability, assuming if it goes against the decision, the court goes against the company, right? Now, uh, none of these telecom companies provided for the liability that would come from an adverse verdict in the Supreme Court in their accounts over the last 10 years. They didn't account for payments that may have, we have, that may have to be made to the government right. if the case goes against them. And this is ostensibly because they got legal opinion from lawyers uh, and advocates which said that the case will not go against them. It's a very solid case. Uh, it is favorable to the telecom industry. So using that route, these telecom companies did not provide uh, in their profit and loss account for the sum that could uh, become payable to the government if the dispute went against them. So what has happened is that over the years, this kept building up. The mm -hmm. case has been uh, in the court for the last almost eight to 10 years. And in this period that it has been in court, uh, the amount kept adding up, right? Uh, because the turnover also started growing. These companies uh, have been growing in their businesses very fast in the last decade. Right. So, so yeah, I just wanted to give you uh, get an idea of that. So, would you say that in in the time that this case has been in litigation, the Supreme Court is when did this, this sort of coincide with the real sort of boom in absolutely mobile yes. Uh, yes. technology? Exactly. Yeah. It it coincided with the boom in the mobile industry users started growing and uh, usage started growing and uh, data started becoming 4G, 3G first and then 4G which means that uh, uh, you know uh, they were high technology uh, stuff and a lot of money was invested by these telecom companies in these uh, technologies and equipment. 
Now, uh, revenues was growing, which means your liability was growing alongside. 8% of 100 rupees versus 8% of uh, 200 rupees is different, right? Right, of so, course. And these companies did not provide in their accounts. So what happened uh, last month when the Supreme Court, uh, in its wisdom, said aggregate gross revenues is not only telecom revenues. It also includes other revenues that the telecom companies may be earning. Now, you can question the Supreme Court and say it is unfair. I mean, I personally feel it is unfair because if a telecom company is supposed to pay a license fee for the spectrum, then only the revenues earned from the spectrum should be used. You can't use other revenues. Right. Right. And I would go a step further and question this concept of AGR itself. Because AGR was brought in when telecom was, uh, when Spectrum was assigned to the telecom company saying, you take this much, you take this much to A, B, C, D, E, F, whoever all were the players. But uh, in the last, uh, after the 2G verdict of the Supreme Court, from 2011-2000 onwards, 10-11 onwards, uh, uh, the government has been auctioning Spectrum. It has not been giving it for free, it's been auctioning. Right. So which means this telecom companies have to bid. And they've been paying lakhs of thousands of uh, crores of rupees to the government for the spectrum auctions. So the government is collecting its fee for the spectrum upfront. Right. Right. Once you collect your money upfront, why should you again collect a license fee from the telecom companies and the turnover? It's mm. like taxing them twice, right. asking yeah. them to pay twice for what you're giving them. Right. So as a concept itself, this AGR is, I think, unfair because of the shift from uh, apportioning spectrum to auction. Okay. Right? So the telecom companies find themselves in this predicament now, as I said, because they did not provide for the liability that was possibly uh, falling on them because of an adverse verdict, which is why you're talking of 90,000 crores to be paid by the industry, 40,000 crores by Airtel, 40,000 crores by Vodafone, uh, another 10,000, 12,000 crores by BSNL and various other players. Now, um, how did this 40,000 crores come about? This itself is broken up into several components. There is license fee, then there is uh, a penalty on the license fee for not because these people didn't pay. Right. Then there's interest on the license fee which is payable. Then there's interest on the penalty that is payable. Right. So it's, it does that does that nearly double? The yeah, it's more than double what they have to pay. Right. Right. So if these companies had provided accounts for this. Right now, they would not have been in trouble, as I said. I, I'm repeating this uh, several times because that's the core of the issue. The telecom companies can now claim that they've been unfair, uh, unfairly singled out by the Supreme Court and this decision is not fair and the government should help them. But the question to ask the telecom companies is, why didn't you provide for this in your profit and loss account over the last decade, which should have lessened the misery now for you? Right. And, and had they done that, it could have been... For, for companies as big as Vodafone and Airtel, yeah. somewhat easily handleable. Now, why, uh, see, I'll explain it to you. The last quarter, Vodafone has declared 50,000 crores as loss. Right. And Airtel has declared about 25,000 crores or 23,000 crores as its loss. Now, why, why this kind of a big number? Uh, last year, Airtel made 119 crore profit Right. in the same quarter. And this year is 23,000 or 25,000 crore of loss. It's because the company had to now provide for the liability. Right. And this liability is what it's accumulated over several years. If this had been apportioned over the last 10 years, the impact now would have been much lesser. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a great way to understand it. Of course, um, I just wanted to ask you, I mean, now that the, the Supreme Court uh, decision on uh, AGR has come, um, what has, uh, w what's been the response now for, from uh, Vodafone and Airtel? Because I know that they've gone to the government asking for some, uh, for some relief measures. 
and i also know that uh, reliance geo who is of course the the big competitor uh, for them and who are not as badly affected by this um i know that they've had some objections to the relief that's being sought by vodafone and airtel so uh, perhaps you'd just like to walk us through that a little uh, bit well uh, it's like this uh, you should leave out reliance geo from this calculation because they are trying to fish in troubled waters right this agr verdict has nothing to do uh, with them because it's not affecting them in any way they're going to they're liable to pay 13 crores right. 13 crores versus 90000 crores for these two put together right so you can imagine the scale it's it's not affecting reliance geo in any way but they have written to the government saying these uh, telecom companies have to pay up it's a supreme court verdict you can't give them concessions it's unfair to give them any concessions and this is only to fish in troubled waters as any competitor would do this is business right yeah so uh, leave them aside these two companies are now represented to the government and said help us out bail us out of this problem uh, how uh, how do you bail us uh, how do you bail them out of this problem you can either uh give them uh, a waiver on the license on the agr to be payable or on the interest to be payable or on the penalty to be to be payable but which will be against supreme court verdict supreme court said you have to pay right okay right so uh, the other option is for uh, the government to uh, waive uh, license fees payable now or on uh, uh, spectrum uh, when they eventually auction the 5g spectrum to set off this money against that I mean, there are several uh, things that the government can do, which is what is being examined by a committee of secretaries now. So the government has constituted a committee of secretaries, which will go into everything. It will come out with a comprehensive plan, which will help, uh, which will uh, address the issues raised by the telecom companies, while at the same time not sacrificing the interests of the government in this. So, uh, it's the setting up of a committee of secretaries. Um, I think it was also an acknowledgement of the fact that uh, this is an industry under some distress. This is an industry under distress, and this is an industry that cannot be allowed to go under. I mean, Airtel and Vodafone, between them, account for over sixty percent of the industry, fifty to sixty percent of subscribers. So, imagine if these two come. Vodafone has said that uh, if they are not bailed out, they may have to wind up operations. and uh, airtel has also said in its financial statements that its very existence as a going concern is called into question if this money has to be paid i mean you can argue that they are all exerting pressure on the government they're trying to get a good uh, bargain out of the government uh, saying that hey if you don't give us a concession we'll have no option but to shut shop shutting shop is not easy and they wouldn't want to do that no businessman would like to shut shop right it's in an industry and they've invested uh, millions of dollars uh, billions of dollars actually in this industry over of the course. years so uh um, coming back to what i was telling you the government cannot allow these two companies to go under so it is not in their interest because if you want to push digitalization of the economy now telecom industry is going to be very very important in the scheme of things and you cannot have just one player in the telecom industry if airtel and vodafone go under you're left only with reliance geo and bsnl and mtn who are anyway marginal fringe players so you're going to have a monopoly situation almost a monopoly situation where one player is going to exist and uh, once that comes into play he has he can dictate terms to the market right and to the government as well so the gov- it's not in the government's interest also to let these two companies fall by the wayside they have to rise to the occasion and come up with a package that will help the companies and at the same time protect the government's own revenue interests and you know just sort of projecting ahead i mean it, let's assume that um airtel and vodafone are able to navigate this for now but there is some trouble down the road and you have a situation where jio sort of takes up a lot of the market uh, 
I just wanted to ask you a quick question about um, are there any sort of monopoly laws in the telecom sector in the industry as a whole that might uh, come into play at that point? There are uh, there is a competition law in this country, mm. and there is a telecom regulator TRAI which looks into all these issues. So uh, monopoly as of now will not be a problem, but the issue is regulatory capture of one player capturing the regulator and acting him uh, getting him to act in its interests. Right. That's a live threat. Now, uh, we have seen that playing out in the telecom industry often over the last uh, few years when one or the other player gets a favorable uh, verdict from the regulator based on influence or whatever, right? And uh, monopoly is not a threat as of now and I don't think the government allowed these two companies to fall by the wayside. It is not going to happen. And even if that were the case, I think there is competition law in this country which will take care of that. And hopefully the regulator TRAI will also be a little more bold and upfront in its uh, regulation. Right. So just, uh, just, to, just to finish off in, in the last, uh, so recent news suggests that um, after Airtel and Vodafone have announced their uh, tariff hike, it's also seen, seen their uh, share prices uh, go up. I think I saw an, an article about that today. Um, so does that um, so does that sort of indicate that there is a kind of uh, silver lining to this? No, they had no option but to raise prices. As I said, GB, uh, I mean, uh, um, data prices can't be twenty six cents to a GB. It's right. ridiculously low. Okay, so they have to uh, push it back to normal levels. And I I dare say that even when these telecom companies raise tariffs, it'll still be amongst the cheapest in the world. Yeah. Right, you're starting at such a yeah, low and base. and they have to do this because they have to protect their interests. They can't compete by cutting the ground from under their own feet, which is what they've been doing in the last three four years since Geo entered the picture. I mean, in order to match Geo's aggressive pricing, these companies have also been matching, bringing down their tariffs for data for calls and coming up with fancy plans for their subscribers and other stuff. Right, but all this has been at a cost to their own financial uh, health. Right. Okay. So, um, so we landed there. Uh, Raghuvish Srinivasan, that was really fascinating. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jayanth.